Welcome to the CPU Tech Talk Podcast. My name is Christian McDonald, and this is episode 2 for January 18, 2006. And this is CPU. This is the show where we take tech and explain it to you in a way that you can maybe understand it. You know, you hear all the tech news and computer this and computer that, and you may be thinking, what in the world are they talking about? Well, this is the show that you can listen to to get all the information about what's going on in today's news and anything you need to know about computers and technology. So, as usual, we start off today's show with the news. So, let's go right into the news, the first news segment. Um, we'll just start off with, um, Microsoft is, uh, talking about, uh, Windows XP, uh, Service Pack 3. Now, you might be knowing, well, the Vista, well, Vista's coming out, why do they need to make a Service Pack 3? Well, it's only for, it's, it's out, and they're saying it's not going to be out for a while, and, um, it, what, what this, I don't know if you know Service Pack, maybe you listening doesn't really don't know what Service Pack for Windows XP does. Pretty much what it does is, is it updates security fixes and tweaks and make it boot up faster and just stuff to make the operating system more enjoyable. And uh, Microsoft has fixed a lot of the bugs in Explore and the holes, the security holes, which they needed to fix anyway. So I think if they do it, their Service Pack 3, it'll really make a big impact. But they still want to... In, um, uh, let's see, the service pack, they want it to be released later, sometime in the later half of 2007. But they still want to concentrate on the development for the uh, awaited um, Windows Vista. So, it's kind of like it's a really long time since, for a new for a new service pack, since service pack uh, 2 was released in August of last year. Well, not August of last year, but August of the next last year. So it's kind of like, you know, eh. You know, we've kind of used it so far. Do we really need another one? And Vista's just right around the street. So, do we need another um, service pack? Well, to tell you the truth, yeah, we do. And that's one of the reasons why Vista maybe might come out in, an, in another year. And we do need the security patches. I have XP system. I have service pack two on both of them. And there's it fixes some of the flaws, but I still use Mozilla Firefox. Now every if all y'all listening use Mozilla Firefox. You can get that at firefox.com or mozilla.com. It's a free browser alternative to Microsoft Internet Explorer. It is great. It's got plugins. Um, it can do everything that Explorer can do except for a few Microsoft ActiveX control things. Like if you use Windows Update, you will have to go back into Microsoft Internet Explorer to do that. But use um, an anything besides Microsoft Internet Explorer to do your web surfing. So, and um, it's free, so you can't beat it. Um, the next thing, um, I don't know if y'all um, have heard of the Stardust. It landed successfully, and they've opened it up, and it landed in the Utah desert, and um, scientists are thrilled by the results of what they've um, gotten out of it. Um, there is uh, lots of uh, stuff here um, about what it did. Pretty much what this um, rocket, or should I say probe, 
actually went really close to a comet and got into its trail of dust and gas and rock and it actually picked up some of that and it's going to bring it back to earth so we can study it comets we really don't understand comets and this will really make an impact on what scientists um, uh, how they understand them and uh, what goes on in a comet's lifetime and uh, how they are developed so um, they took a sample and uh, it returned safely and um, they're overjoyed by the uh, the first looks of the uh, of the material they've captured and uh, so you know it, it's a really great thing and um, I think this is going to be a big step into uh, determining you know well they say well determining um, what's going on with comets um, so the next news story is going to be about um, now Apple has been having some big concerns about privacy issues so they've updated it and um, they're going to update iTunes this little plug-in that you can update for it's um so they're going to update that and um, so and what, what it pretty much does is is a um, this new thing that they supposedly say is going to send information about the songs played on iTunes back to Apple so even if the tracks weren't originally purchased from iTunes Music Store, it'll still send that back. So you folks that kind of don't pay for your mu music, uh, put all your songs in your iPod fast because this is going to, or either keep your old version of iTunes because you won't be able to do it for long. So yeah, and and they're even saying here that. Uh, you probably it'll just be like once you sign on to the music store it'll secretly install itself and uh, so and if you're connected to the internet it'll just automatically say hey look there's another little plug-in for um, iTunes that'll allow you to uh, allow them to track what you're doing it's also the thing about um, it's also kind of like the thing that Google was doing with the Google desktop they say that you know Google is uh, doing all this stuff where they're sending your their um everything that's archived on the Google desktop software on your computer is being sent back to the so to Google's super secret servers and uh, doing all that stuff. So I mean, I think they just need to butt out, and it's none of their business what I have on my iPod. You know, I have an iPod, and they don't need it's none of their business what I have. So you know, I think it's kind of like a concern to them, but it's a real pain for us to have to think, oh yeah, they're watching us. But um, so um, TV phones are are said to make hit. They're going to be um, hitting really big in CES of this year, um, which is the consumer elect electronic show in um, Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, there was a lot of TV phones, um, IPTV, um, TV services that um, uh, service providers had deals with that sort of thing. And um, they look really good. And, um, you know, I don't know about watching TV on a portable device that has a two-inch screen. Hey, but that's just me. That's just my opinion. But uh, they will be around. And um, also, from the next story, the, um, the Pocket PC handhelds are going to get a little move on to the Opera browser. Um, Opera is a company that makes a free, it's not free, um, but it's, it is an alternative to Internet Explorer. Um, but they've released a beta, um, a beta version of, a, of their browser, which is running on Microsoft Windows Mobile Pocket PC platform. Um, while the browser um, has been available for um, smartphones for some time, 
Um, this is going to be a big improvement to the uh, Microsoft Windows mobile PC platform. And um, so that's going to be a real nice people who say, I want to get out of here and just uh, n do not want to use Internet Explorer. Um, let's see here. What do we got? Oh, also, um, one more thing. Um, Windows Media is going to be playable on Apple products. Um, they're signing a deal that will allow Windows Media files to be compatible with uh, Mac um, uh, platforms. So, all you people who have WMA, like terabytes of music in WMA, and you can't really convert it over to iTunes because of all that DRM, which is digital rights management, uh, stupid stuff in uh, Windows Media Player. Well, just wait. You'll be able to put all that stuff on your Macintosh computer. So, um, one thing is, um, I don't know if they'll be able to do it on... Um, do it on uh, iPods. I would say in the future, since the Macintosh PCs will be able to uh, uh, support it, I'm guessing in the future that the uh, um, those will that the uh, iPods and other portable devices that uh, that um, Apple makes will be supported by this. So, um, And that is about it for news. Um, so, stay tuned, and uh, we will be back for some more Computer Tech Talk. Welcome back to CPU Tech Talk Podcast. My name is Christian McDonald. And, uh, this is, uh, episode two on, um, January, uh, what is it, 18th, 2006. Um, well, last segment we talked about the news and, uh, some really big news stories we talked about. So, if you missed anything, just go right back and listen to that. Or, um, you can go download this podcast via iTunes. Um, it's on iTunes, so just type in CPU space tech talk space podcast and uh, you will um, see that under the search results, and you can download that there. Or you can go to cputttpodcast.blogger.com to uh, post a blog for computer questions, and you can also email us at cputechtalk at gmail.com. And let me make a mental note for all of y'all who are listening. If you don't have a Gmail account yet and you don't want to use SMS on your mobile phone, let me know. I'll be glad to get you an invite for Gmail. So, um... If you have any computer questions, um, email me. You can also call me on Skype um, when I'm at home. Um, and um, let me let you know that um, if I'm calling you on Skype, I will be recording you so I can po post it on the show. So I'll just let you know that before you call. Um, so just let you know that um, the uh, Skype number is uh, CPU Tech Talk. And uh, that's on Skype. So call me there. I'm on Skype me, so you don't have to have all that kind of stuff for uh, um, authorization. So you can always call me there. And so um, this is part where we normally, um, I can't say normally because this is our second episode, normally answer questions. So we have to get some questions in first. So we're not going to be able to do that today. 
But uh, we will do that in future episodes when you guys call me. So let me know if you have computer questions. I can answer them, and uh, we can help you um, understand technology. I mean, that's what the show is about. So um, just, just let me know, um, either email, Skype, blog, or um, any of those. So um, that's that. Now we are going to talk about creating your own podcast. Now, I'm assuming you have a decent microphone, and I'm also assuming that you have audio recording devices, uh, software. Now, if you're using using one person, you'll only need one microphone. But if you have more than one person, you'll need what's called a mixer. And what this will do is mix tracks, or microphones, into one audio signal and allow you to record each audio signal separately on your computer. So, um, that's pretty much the basics of the hardware and uh, you will need either a microphone uh, a mixer if you have more than one guest get invest in good quality microphones because it's, it's, your podcast is really going to uh, be a lot better with good microphones um, I have a decent microphone I mean it's not the best in the world but it is a microphone it's a Logitech headset mic um, it's not the gamer edition; it's the headset mic. The only content I have with it is that it's really sensitive. Um, they say it's noise canceling, but if you move the headset around, like I can barely touch it, and you see it makes a lot of racket in the headphones, and uh, that's what you'll be hearing on the recording. So, if you want to go, this is about thirty-five to forty dollars. Go pick it up, start your podcast, and then grow when you uh, are able to do that. So, in software. Um, well, also, before I go to software, you need to invest in a good pair of headphones. These um, have built-in headphones, so I'll just set the computer to say, Hey, let me hear my own voice when I'm recording. But when I do my editing, I use different pairs of headphones just because these don't really cover my ears. Um, I have a pair of headphones that cover your ears more than these that I use for editing. And uh, so that's that. Next, what you'll need to do is um, download Audacity. If you don't want to spend... $300 for like Adobe Audition or um, any mainstream editing program. Go get Audition. It's open source. It's free. Go go get it at uh, www.audacity.com or you can go get it from SourceForge. Completely free. It's open source. Um, you can get it there. It's a uh, multi-track editor so you can record multiple tracks. For a simple podcast you'll probably need to have two tracks. One for you and then one for any background sound effects or little nuances you want to put in there. So that's that's the software, and it's really easy to use. Go to audacity.com, and uh, you can get it there and uh, learn all the features about that. And uh, um, posting your podcast on the internet is probably one of the, uh, should I say, hectic things because um, broadband uh, bandwidth. Sorry, bandwidth. Um, bandwidth is not cheap. Um, if you go with free alternatives like I have, um, I haven't paid a dime for this podcast i'm using um audacity and uh so it works fine for me i mean i don't know i know other podcasts use adobe audition which is a mainstream professional application but i use adobe um not adobe audition but audacity and um it's a great piece of software and you can get that um 
But essentially, to post your podcast, you'll need to get a hosting server. And for this, I use rmedia.org. This is a website that allows you to freely post any audio or image or video file you please onto the internet. And it will, in turn, allow you to access it just like a file. So once you get that set up, go to rmedia.org, set that up. Then go to www.blogger.com and uh, set up a blog. And then you'll need to type in what you want on your blog and put a link to that file. Make sure it's not like a, a weird uh, Linux file. It's got to be a direct HTTP to that file. If not, the enclosure won't read it when you make your RSS feed. Once that's set, you need to go to a website called feedburner.com. And this will allow you to convert your RSS feed from your blogger website to be able to be compatible with iTunes. And what you'll need to do there is go there, follow the instructions. You can even post an image like most podcasts do. It's got to be either PNG or JPEG because that's what the Apple Apple supports. And uh, so you can do that there. So um, you can get more information doing a Google search on the Internet for how to do a podcast. So that's pretty much how we do our podcast here, and it works good for us. So, Well, um, this is pretty much wraps up the show. Um, they will get longer over time when we get more computer questions, so please, please, please send us some questions. Maybe we can answer them and help you along the way. Just a reminder, if you do um, call us on Skype or uh, email us, um, we prefer you email us a audio file, an MP3, so we can put it on the show. I mean, you know, it's, it's okay reading a question out if you please, but... You know, if you want to get on the show, send us an MP3 file. Um, please make it under five minutes long, um, so we can answer your question and uh, say hi, and uh, we'll move on. So, email us an MP3, five minutes long, um, 64 kilobits a second's fine. Just uh, standard stuff, and we'll we'll edit it and we'll convert it down for you. So, MP3 file and email. You can send us in Skype. Remember, we will be recording you in Skype, so we can answer your question. And we can also uh, take email. So, and you can also post on the blog, too. So, any of those is fine. So, um, thank you for listening to the CPU Tech Talk Podcast, Episode 2. My name is Christian McDonald. Later. <laughs>